Welcome to Season 1, Episode 1, the podcast where we assist you with the ever-important question, do I want to watch this? We spend our time watching the first episodes of TV shows so we can help you decide if they are worth your time. Today, we'll be, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 1 of Looking for Alaska, Limetown, and Modern Love. So we're going to start today off with Looking for Alaska. Um, the show first aired on October 18th, 2019 on Hulu. There are eight episodes, and they tend to range between 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, now, this show is based off of the John Green novel. If you don't know who John Green is, um, you probably haven't read a YA book in the last 15 years. Um, <laughs> he, he wrote... Um, uh, ever popular, Fault in Our Stars, Stop Looking for Alaska, Paper Towns. Um, I know there's many, many others. He's very, very big in the YA scene. Um, so this is just a this is a mini series, um, limited series. So there's these eight episodes, and that's going to cover the book, and, and then that's it. Um, so yeah, what did you guys think? What were your initial thoughts? Uh, it made me think that I'm no longer this age and I yeah. feel like <laughs> I feel like I've aged into the parent of these this age people of like I just don't care too much about 15 year olds anymore or maybe it was that, that they don't make you care about these characters I don't know yeah well it has its main the main character is going to he's going to some school that's like it's kind of like a summer it's like a summer camp but it's a, like a boarding school I thought it was a summer camp for the yeah. first 20 minutes yeah. <laughs> so it's a boarding school but it looks like it's a summer camp I don't know the thing the thing for me with with any John Green books now reading them as more of an adult is that you're like I never knew a high schooler that talked like this <laughs> like they're yes. all so wise beyond their years with such which, which I think is great for kids because, right, it's inspiring them to that to dream big and talking to kids as an adult, I think, is helpful in development and such. But I don't know. That's kind of how I felt like watching it now. I was like, I don't even think I knew people like this in college. No, no, people like this don't exist, which no. is why I had a lot of trouble with it, especially with the, the female character, um, Alaska. Oh. I just felt like she was... Like the epitome of the manic pixie dream girl that I just find so problematic. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm beautiful and also read. So clearly I'm deep and troubled. And I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't work. It's not a real person. No. Yeah. And literally yeah. basically talks about, like, in a way, suicide in, the, in a first meeting with somebody of, like, her whole deal that she makes. She makes a deal... Um, with Miles, the main character of like, you like last lines, here's a favorite last line in a book of mine, figure out what it means. And it's basically saying, can you find what is it? Can you find a way out of this labyrinth? And I'm like, that's just a, like, yeah, I read Amy, did you read this book? No, I didn't. Okay, I did. I did read this book. And I think this was kind of a darker book if I'm remembering correctly it was many years ago that I read it um but yeah it is definitely going to evolve into sort of a like a mystery um more like and I I want to say I remember the ending not being very satisfying but uh 
Joe really enjoyed watching this. So I oh, think he, he wanted to, he wanted to keep watching it. Um, it was kind of, it was fun in a sense, but it was fun. It just didn't like about 35 or 40 minutes in. I definitely paused it to see how much longer I had. Yeah. <laughs> and then to realize, Oh no, it's a full, full, full hour. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, yeah. a lot of the actors in it aren't, like they've all they've been in other things but you have starring charlie Plummer, who which i remember from the movie past days i was like i recognize that kid from somewhere but it's because i saw him 500 times in the trailer for lean on pete which was <laughs> which was airing during that time when we had movie pass and we were seeing trailers for that movie about the that movie that's like incredibly sad about a boy and his horse uh, he was okay. a kid in that movie. Yeah, now that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Plays. I have no no desire to keep watching the show. No. It was like fine. Although, okay, so one point about like halfway through the mo- the mo- the um show, I was like, this must have been made by the same person that made the OC because the music is identical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and music, it was the music was. I did enjoy the music, but it was because it was all. Um, it was all very true to that period of time that the show takes place. And the show's taking place, I think, like around 2004-ish, like early yeah, 2000s. Yeah. And so it's all this stuff that, like, I remember listening to in high school. So that was kind of Yeah, fun. it's very nostalgic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But that's pretty much the only thing about the show that sets it in that time. Like, yeah. There's no – nothing else feels like that. And, like, printing out MapQuest – yeah, I was gonna say, there, there were no uh, iPhones and stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like kids. When, once we got into it, somebody could have pulled out an iPhone at any point, and I wouldn't have been surprised. Right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have felt out of place. Yeah. All the style and fashion and everything is the same as as it is now. But yeah, Amy, I did the exact same thing after I watched it. I went and pulled up like I was like, "Who did the music for the show?" <laughs> very much things of all this similar vein um, yeah as soon as i heard the postal service i knew yeah <laughs> <laughs> the uh the main actress who plays alaska though reminds me of a lot a young uh gillian jacobs yeah so, i can see that mm-hmm. christine yeah. froseth is her name mm-hmm. also of note uh this is embarrassing to know that I recognized this actress but the snotty girlfriend of uh, uh, what's her name Chip the the roommate um, Colonel of Colonel yeah so the snotty girlfriend of Colonel um, is in Fuller House oh <laughs> <laughs> that's funny would not have known that coming at it the fact the important fact um, so yeah, I could think we could basically say that this show is kind of, I don't, we're kind of aged out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say like, it's for, for people who like Riverdale. They might yeah. like this. Oh, Similar yeah. style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you enjoy a good like teen drama, mm-hmm. um, I think it makes it easier too that, you know, it's eight episodes and then it's done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. And no plans to continue it after. Yeah. Even no plans. Like, yeah. It's yeah. called a labeled as a limited series so should be done after that any other any other comments before we move along um nothing on my end yeah i won't be continuing (laughs) done (laughs) all right so line town is a suspense drama 
on Facebook Watch, one of the first things I checked out on Facebook Watch, that's for sure, uh, which aired last month, um, October 16th, and it's based off um, the popular podcast, which apparently was very popular, but I had no idea. I had never heard about it um, and was developed by um, by Facebook with the same um, producers of the podcast, um, Zach Akers and Skip Bronke, and this is their first um, dive into television. Um, the show stars Jessica Biel, who is a radio journalist. Um, she's investigating a case from 15 years ago where uh, 360 people went missing from a research facility in Tennessee. And um, one of those people happens to be her uncle, who is played by Stanley Tucci. Um, so the case is sort of the, the main story point of the at least first episode of what I imagine will be the whole series. Um She's sort of digging for answers and no one really knows why she cares about it. Um, so the, the episodes run between 25 to 35 minutes um, and they're completely free. So that's nice. Yeah, it took, I had to get instructions of how to access Facebook Watch, as you both know. Yeah. I just, it didn't, it was so much more obvious than I thought it would be, I guess. I know. I just Googled Facebook watch, clicked on it, and there was Limetown. I was like, sweet. Mm-hmm. That was easy. Yeah. Well, it was, it was weird because I it felt like I was going to watch, like, somebody's video that they posted <laughs> on Facebook rather yeah, than, yeah. like, an actual TV show. Because there were, like, Facebook <laughs> comments on it, which was weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For it being produced by a social – like, not produced by, but airing on a social media platform, I mm-hmm. would have thought that they would be much more – technologically savvy in that like I watch this on a laptop and I know like sometimes they probably think that a lot of people are going to be watching on their phone so I don't know how it looks on a phone mm-hmm. but it was not full screen on a laptop um I think I made mine full screen really? on my laptop I, yeah, mine no, no, I, I, I made it full screen but it was this like it had two giant black bars on uh maybe you're right I didn't know that um yeah <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> know what else I didn't notice the whole episode I was like that girl looks a lot like Jessica Biel. I was like, no <laughs> way. That, I was like, is that Jessica Biel? Or did they just hire some actress who kind of looks like her? And then at the end, I was I was embarrassed myself. <laughs> to see the credits. Yeah, it's very, like, oh, very much yeah, like her. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. I guess if you haven't seen her anything recently, like, I just watched The Center, like, last year, and she looks exactly the same as that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I... I expected her to look older, maybe, but I don't know. She's one of those women that just don't age, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also did it annoy you guys to see the Facebook Watch logo pop in and out? Yeah, yeah. That was that did, it, that did it on me. Yeah, it would just randomly, and it was on there for the first full minute, and I thought it was going to stay on there because I think it's because it's in the upper right hand corner. It's more kind of it catches your eye more. Um. But it was so annoying to just see it randomly pop up in a way. Yeah. But otherwise, I actually, <laughs> besides, besides those external flaws, <laughs> I found this show pretty captivating. Mm-hmm. And there was at times where I was like, I, so to also come clean, I wasn't sure if this was based on a true story or not. Me either. <laughs> and after- <laughs> I looked it up and Jessica Biel thought that I it was a true story at first too. I totally Googled it as well. <laughs> that is so funny. I and mean, I guess like if you thought it was from a podcast, I could see why you would think that. But I mean, you know, pretty soon. By the- yeah. Yeah. But my, 
my thing was that I've seen, I don't know, there's just so many like true, true crime podcasts out there right now. I was like, yeah. oh, is this like based off one that I haven't heard of? Mm-hmm. And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, okay, it's fictional. Yeah. I think and I'm going to pause the show. And thank God. You're like, phew. Yeah. That was also. to go in a rabbit hole. Right. Yeah. No. Apparently that was one of the aims of the podcast too, though, was mm-hmm. um, to kind of play off of ridiculous crazy but true things happen in the news now and so this is yeah they're kind of captivating on that where they want people to say like wait was this based on a true thing did i miss it yeah because the initial premise is that this town just disappeared and she's fascinated with that story um but i don't i was i was pretty into it mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to admit as corny as some parts were the parts where she's talking to her like podcasts the producer of the like lead person her boss yeah yeah those yeah. were kind of corny but yeah I thought there were a couple moments that I was like oh, this writing is not so great yeah um but yeah I thought it was I thought they did a really good job of setting everything up in the first episode especially because it's so short it's like mm-hmm. under half an hour maybe right at half an hour um but you still feel like you got a lot of context about the mystery as well as sort of what's driving her. She was clearly very close to her uncle and kind of really left um, like without any answers, sort of it's been haunting her a bit. So she's trying to investigate that. But I mean, beyond the mystery, I feel like we don't know anything about her. So I hope that they sort of develop her character a little bit more. Yeah. And I kind of want to know the podcast side of things, like if it, um, like the, sh- the TV show played a lot on kind of the breaking of the fourth wall in creating the podcast, which makes like makes us as audience members make makes us believe that it's real a little bit more. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I wonder if the do you know if the podcast was just straight um, like narrative? I believe so. Yes. I feel like that would be more interesting if they just did that. I just want the, to get to the mystery. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I want to know what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, what's going to keep me watching is I'm, I'm hooked on the mystery of it. I don't really care about what's happening in this girl's personal life so much. I'm kind of like, right. Tell me which I feel like people. is a flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like is a flaw of the show. I feel like we should really care about her. Yeah. And she's kind of like, she's very like aloof and kind of mean not like super mean but just cold mm-hmm. so i don't know you're not necessarily i guess i'm rooting to figure out how she got that way yeah that's um, what i was gonna say they need to tell us how why she feels this way about the world so that we can at least yeah. empathize some with her and i think part of it is her ties to her uncle and that like i feel like that was much more traumatic and missing yeah, than, yeah. than the show or her is leading on yeah um, right right because he kind of groomed her to be this little baby journalist. Right, right. Um, we also don't know what he was doing in the town, too. Yeah, we don't really know what anyone was doing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it says a research facility, but they have an, a clip. They kind of go back in time and show, um, like, everyone arriving there. And it kind of seemed more like a... like cultish new society mm-hmm. being set up rather than a research facility unless it was supposed to be like a social science research facility um mm-hmm. yeah it's very strange yeah but they definitely left us on a cliffhanger and i feel like with 30 mm-hmm. minute episodes it's going to be really easy to do that every time every time mm-hmm. for sure yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Stanley Tucci being in it was a surprise to me. I had no idea. Again, someone else I missed recognizing. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, any other like standout people in it? I don't really care about her. Like the guy that was brought in to help her. Oh, to be her like assistant. Yeah, don't really care about. Him. Yeah, I just felt bad for him because she was so mean to him. <laughs> I was like, she's mean, and we don't like. In a work environment. We, we don't really feel sympathy for him that much, though, because we don't know anything about him. It's just, like, this character that she's dislikes and is annoyed is following along mm-hmm. in the journey. Yeah. yeah. I that that was, the, like, one of the most cringeworthy dialogue bits to me was when she meets him. And we've learned mm-hmm. that she's been on this project for six weeks, I believe. Uh, but she tells him, no more than me by tomorrow and we'll talk like that like that in and of itself they're trying to prove that she is a strong person and like cares about this a lot but like I just hated that piece of dialogue and also the idea of like you have given your 27 24-7 all to this project he's never going to live up to that and then he magically does yeah I um they dropped us in the said something different I thought she said know the meat of it Oh, I, you might be right. Oh, I, I thought I thought it was no more than me. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was like, she's so rude. <laughs> no, no, the meat of it would make more sense. Yeah, but they yeah. just kind of <laughs> dropped us. They, I feel like there was little setup to the show. They just kind of dropped us into it, which I think is supposed to be like part of the mm-hmm. thrill builder for it. Is yeah, like you're yeah. you're captivated because you're also trying to play catch up. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is okay if you're willing to put in the brain effort for that, I guess. Yeah. Um, but so will you guys keep watching? Um, I kind of just want to find out, find out what the mystery <laughs> is. I'm just gonna Google that. No, that's no fun. <laughs> I will because it'll take approximately like three hours to finish yeah. the season. So okay. how many I episodes can do that are there, Amy? There's there's ten episodes and they're all out now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. As long as easy. I can find where to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest obstacle. Yeah. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, cool, cool. I think that wraps up Limetown. Yeah. So. so Modern Love. Next. Modern Love um airs, I guess, loosely you see loosely using that term on Amazon Prime. Um it's a co-production of Amazon Studios and the New York Times because it is based off of uh the New York Times article of the same name. Um, This is going to be an anthology series, which I did not realize going into it, but it's an anthology series, so every episode is its own contained story, exploring love in all its complicated and beautiful forms. Um, And they have packed this with as many famous people as possible, all not in the first episode. Uh, Tina Fey, Andy Garcia, Anne Hathaway, Dev Patel, John Slattery, and then this first episode mainly features Kristen Milioti. Who she's um, great. She's yes, a Tony I Award love, winner. I love her. And also, fun fact, this uh, the creator is John Carney, who directed Once and Sing Street. Oh, um, so that's he he loves Kristen Milioti too. Yeah. <laughs> but it premiered October 19th uh, of 2019. There are eight episodes and they range from 29 minutes to 35 minutes. Um, what did you guys think of this? Um, well, I guess first question, do you guys read the Modern Love column? I did after watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a couple read- of them, and I've listened to the the podcast a couple times. 
Yeah, I read a couple of them as well. And I read some of their other like Dear Diary ones and those other little snippets they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this felt this felt to me like, like something you'd want to watch on Sunday mornings, one at, one at a time. It's, it's not a binging show um, that you'd watch a little snippet on a Sunday morning and be like, Oh, that was such a nice little like dose of positivity to my day. I'm gonna <laughs> move along now. Yes. And that's what I'm looking for out of a TV show, really. I just want something funny and lighthearted. And I literally wrote one of my notes for this was uh, very much feels like a love letter to the city and to sappy rom-coms. And I am here for it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. um, None of the stories really connected for me, especially... I honestly don't even remember so much of it. And I watched it like a couple of days ago. <laughs> but the this the one that s- sticks out to me the most, and not because I necessarily enjoyed it, because it was just kind of eerie, um, was the episode where they are at, the couple is at the like lake house or at a house and they invite their, their two friends that they're trying to set up. I don't think I read that Wait. one. No, what? that was in the episode. Talking- oh, I have not seen past the first episode. Yeah. You broke the rules, Amy. No, that's the only one I saw. Did I, watch, did I not watch you the right episode? The episode? <laughs> <laughs> no way. No, I didn't. You guys saw that. You know what? And they're watching the them have sex through the window? No. <laughs> what? The first episode's a cute story about the woman and her doorman. Oh, my Kristen gosh. Yeah. That's so strange. I just pressed watch. Yeah, oh, it's right here. Do you share your Amazon Prime? Did they watch the first episode? I'm so confused. Anyway, you got the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've read the thing. Uh, I will say, though, I don't know if this is in... <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Apparently, there's a movie on Amazon Prime also called Modern Love, and that's what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how long was it? I mean... No, it's a TV show, but it's like short story. No, it's a short story films. So that's why I was so confused. That's okay. what this is. Yeah, that's why I thought it was this, but it's just not. How is it? Is there something that... else called Modern Love? They're both called Modern Love. And they're both anthology? Yes. <laughs> wow. How confusing. Well, sorry, guys. I can't contribute. And they both came out this year. I can't contribute to this conversation. That is really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, you pretty much got the gist of it. Uh, I did find, I don't know if this was on purpose or not, but, uh, so Kristen Milioti playing a young mother whose baby daddy is named Ted. I was like, this feels uh, familiar. That's oh, really funny. Yeah. At one point, she literally sits up in bed and goes, Ted, Ted. I was like, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> I miss that. I'm well, dis- I can't wait to watch this now. <laughs> it was. It was enjoyable. I liked it, but it's not, as I said, like, it's not something that's like, oh, I have to watch episode two now. It's more like, mm-hmm. I want to wait a little while and then I'll watch episode two. Yeah. yeah. I've also heard that they definitely front loaded this, that mm. the first couple of episodes are the best. Yeah. Um, there's one with uh, one coming up that Tina Fey and John Slattery play um, a married couple. And they're like, yeah, I mean, the story is meh, the dialogue is meh, but really you just want to see it because it's just like a 30 minute watching Tina Fey and John Slattery be a married couple. And like, who doesn't want to see that? Yeah. <laughs> what? So this first episode was kind of long though, right? It was, t- it was towards the 30 minutes. Oh, um, so, so it was like half hour? 
there um, I remember it feeling longer than that but I think it's also kind of they're trying to turn one like paragraph story type of thing Mm -hmm. into 30 minutes which I think is kind of a stretch sometimes but it definitely felt like jam-packed of of plot but also like cute little moments yeah I don't I don't know I I remember at the end thinking like oh this has gone on for a while like it feel it felt like a long um like those cute little commercials that hotels have that like you're following somebody's day (laughs) just because this was like her and a doorman so it felt like a very extended episode of one of those like a Hallmark commercial it felt like a long Hallmark commercial that's exactly what it was like because it was like very feel good at the end and everybody was like friends and best of intentions and then you just wanted to see like Hallmark home for the holidays like the card that she wrote him was a Hallmark card exactly Exactly Um, what it felt like that is the one uh bad review that I've heard of this show is that people don't like that each of the stories are like wrapped up like a present with a bow and mm-hmm. but I love those it's like well, just I give think, me a little yeah. a little a little piece of chocolate a little a little rom-com and that's yeah. just what you want on like a Sunday morning yeah you mm-hmm. know yeah, that's actually uh, yeah I feel like most shows don't do that anymore so maybe this actually makes it unique everyone mm-hmm. loves their like ambiguous endings now mm-hmm and it's, I like that it's unique love stories of like, this first one is a love story between a woman and her doorman, like pl- completely platonic love. Yeah. Hmm. But it's interesting. It's a different type of love. Hmm. That is um, interesting. So mm-hmm. Amy, will you watch? Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch. I can't wait to share <laughs> with you what I did watch because it was, was so saying, weird, was, guys. That's why I was, was the so other freaked one. out. It was very strange. <laughs> very serious. <laughs> I really want to look at this now. Okay. Modern Love, and it's, like, Amazon made it? Amazon Prime. I don't know if Amazon made it, actually. Other. <laughs> I'm literally Googling other Modern Love Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a girl in all pink. <laughs> I don't, I think all of these are the other Modern Love. Oh, Modern Love Season 2 is coming to Amazon. Did you go to Amazon Prime and then search Modern Love? No, maybe that's that's, that's how I found it. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, <laughs> is that does that wrap us up for today? Uh, one of my favorite entertainment reviewers likes to say certain uh, certain shows don't make him like all out ball. They just make him leak at a <laughs> at a steady rate, and <laughs> and that was me towards the second half of this. I just like it was oh. a, it was just like a steady a steady stream of yeah. like. One tear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Joe. Joe had the tears. It was touching, and it was kind of like Aww. at the end, it was very much like, "Oh, I don't want them to leave." <laughs> it was just such a like pure kind feeling. of love. Yeah, Aww, I love that. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I might watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to season one, episode one. If you have any shows that you just can't take the time to watch that first episode of and would prefer to hear from us, please send us an email at s1e1podcast at gmail.com. And we will hopefully be catching in with you again soon with some more shows. I promise to have watched all the episodes next time. (laughs) (laughs) 